Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Bology. Manage and measure your players' skill development and increase accountability year-round utilizing the Bology app. Boost inter-squad competition with drills backed by the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, including a 40-shot Bology skills assessment. Please visit Bology.com teams for information on how you can provide this resource for your team. This is super unique, uh, the timing yeah. of our talk, because yeah. just recently getting the Melissa job, I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're leaving a school that you've said you're at nine years as the head coach, but how long overall? Were you there just nine so I was there nine total. I was six years head coach. Okay. I've been here six years as head coach. Yeah. yeah so, but uh, I mean, a decade, you know, so like yeah. you, you're, you're a part of an established culture. Yes, and then now you're taking over a program where obviously if people don't know, like Melissa basketball, like, like in the past, they've done some amazing things. I'm thinking of Hondo Webb and yeah, all those yeah, guys that yeah. used to play legacy coach. Legacy. 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 They, they've legacy, got, yes, they've got a great basketball legacy so you're coming in with some of the things that you like how does the culture drive performance in a program oh my goodness um you know so it's funny because if you asked me this question when I first started being a head coach six seven years ago whatever um I would say that you know you have talent and you have culture and you know you have to have both in order to be successful you know but if your talent is really good your culture is really bad you might win some games but you're not gonna win those tough games you know Let's flip it. If the culture's really good and your talent's really, really bad, yeah, you're going to be have a great culture, you know, but, like, even some mm-hmm. games you play, you're not going to win as much. Um, when I use this past season we just had as an example, like, we – I've had teams that are way more talented overall, you know, and players know that. I tell them all the time, you know. But at the same time, though, um, because the culture was so firm with these guys and so strong with them that we won a lot of close games against teams that, you know, people – looking at us getting off the bus, looking at us on paper, you wouldn't have thought we would have won, you know. Um, and so when I look at things like that, you know, that's the first thing you pour into, you know. Yes, you're going to – kids are going to do skills. You can get them to do skills, shoot shots, do drills that you want them to do and everything. But it's really about, like, what can I do to, you know, benefit the whole, you know. And mm-hmm. so the culture piece is really just trying to make sure that um, – and I know you didn't ask me about pillars, but, I've, I mean, four pillars for me is just, like, number one, being extremely dependable, you know. The second one is being authentic. Um, the third one's being tough, you know, and together. And, and that's the big thing. And so, um, and the key phrase we say is everybody eats. So EAT, extremely dependable, authentic, and together, you know. And so when that comes um, into play, you know, when you're extremely dependable, everything that we talk about kind of goes back to that culture, you know. Um, if you don't show up to practice on time, well, you weren't dependable. So how can I depend on you to be on help side when I'm getting blown past, you know. Um, I can't depend on you to get the shots in that you need to get, you know. And so things like that drive it. Um authenticity piece like I talked about you know I mean if you can't be real with me then I can't be real with you and so Mm. as a coach you want to model that by being transparent you know I talked to him about you know um, me having you know a strong belief in Christ I talked to him about me having a um, you know flaws as a man you know as a person as a husband as a father you know so the more authentic and transparent you can be it really kind of drives that too and then being together you know is just showing them you're a person more so than a basketball coach you know I don't want them to look at me as Coach Fryer, the coach. I want them to look at me as you know, Coach Fryer, the person. You know, I'm a basketball coach. As far as that's secondary to me being a person first. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think culture is so big on driving that performance because, like, when you get them to really, you know, build that relationship up and then get them to really, like, you know, respond to everything you're doing, 
then those results will come after that. So yeah, I'm all in for, I mean, building that culture up. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. You, you said early on about like maybe when we're starting out, you know, when yeah. we're younger coaches, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's probably yeah. like 90% we focus on X's and O's and skill yeah. work. Ten yes. percent of how they feel, or or how how we show up, or what the standards yes. are, yes. because the idea is, well, if I can just make them good, then we can focus on those other things. But you're you're so right on the money; like they go hand in hand, because yes. they're never going to become as skilled or as good as they could be if Correct. the culture is not where it needs to be. Correct. So I, I think I think if I could go back and do it over again, mm-hmm. starting starting um, as a younger coach, it would be valuing the relationship side and the culture side with players more sure. than the skill. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think that's what, um, you know, looking back on everything we started to, I told you about the weight room story and things like that. We started really pouring to the culture piece of it. You know, it seemed like it was amazing how much the skills, you know, grew exponentially, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, and that's the great thing about it is because like when they really see it, you care about that and those little things like that. And really, um, you know, pour into that more so in the X's and O's than like they'll respond to the X's and O's after you build that relationship, you know, and do all that type of stuff. But like you have to really pour into that culture piece first. And like you said, as a young coach, I mean, we're like, oh, X's and O's, I have to run this offense and do this and do that. And then you get in the game and it's a dogfight. Well, like, you know, we, we're getting like, I mean, a high play, we call it a high play, like where a kid takes a charge or we get three stops in a row. And I'm looking down my bench and the bench is just like, okay. It's like a golf clap. Golf like, <laughs> basketball, you know? And so yeah. we had to really do put things in place to where like, hey, we're going to practice this and model this to where like kids are, I mean, regardless of what the score is, we're going to be up cheering and doing things and kind of building that culture up, you know, and it brings more juice and life to your program. So. Coach, this isn't a trick question, yeah. but I, I'm going to ask it and I'm going to try not to lead you. Is, sure. your, is your culture ever set and like – finished to where we're not we don't really have to address it or work on it anymore oh that's a great question um I think it's fluid I think culture is always evolving and always changing because if you don't I heard a quote I can't remember what the quote was it was something I was reading but I think if you don't um if you if you don't like drive your culture you know if you don't drive that you know then you know, it's like a it's like a car with no steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, you have everything there, but like you don't know which way it's going to go. You know, yeah. so you always have to make sure you're being intentional about driving that culture in the direction you want it to go. Um, and culture, people say culture, and they always think of like positive, but like culture also can be negative too. You know, so you want to make sure that your culture is breeding in the direction, like I said, you want it to go, and breeding that positivity. It's something you, every day you have to make sure you do. You know, just like we talked about like the daily habits. I mean, culture's got to be a daily habit. Yeah, honestly. that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt, like like the the phrase "you have to fight for your culture" has become yes. so Got you. cliche now, and, and people will almost like roll their eye. But it's so true. Like yes, it's still true. And I, I'm thinking back. I'm thinking to a game this last year. We're like super proud of the 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 team we had this season, mm-hmm. not because of where we finished or and we had some ups and downs throughout, especially with some injuries. But yeah. Man, they were great. The seniors, especially, great ambassadors for our culture. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they really. I mean, it was just such a joy to yeah. be with them every day. But yeah. there were moments, little moments, where, like right. you said, we're we're in a game and we're we're beating a team that's not that. They're just they're kind of inferior in a lot of yeah. ways, and we're doing good things. But you look down and you just you either see this or 
yeah. like a blank stare. And that's yes. where it's hard. Like it's hard as a coach because we're already doing the thing that almost everybody, most people say is most important, which is we're exactly. winning, but it's, it's, there's more to it than that. And those moments, in my opinion, are, are moments of uh, where slippage happens. Oh, yeah. So, but just stay yeah. intentional and to keep fighting and to not, you almost have to not care about being annoying with your players. No, agreed. Like, agreed. It, because those moments are really important. Agreed. No. And like, I mean, just little things. I think the big thing is, is that um, we talked about being egoless and stuff like that. Just getting yourself like removing like any type of like insecurity or doubt yeah. or any of that stuff, just setting it by the wayside, you know, and going into, um, doing what's best for the program as a whole. Like this year, I mean, it's first time year I've ever done this. I'm like, you know what? Like trying to add some juice to practice. So myself and one of our assistant coaches, like, you know, we're going to put practice jersey on and show them like us as old men, we're going to like dress out. So I had my little, like my little spandex on. I had the old practice shorts on. I walked in the gym, you know, <laughs> like coach looks like a football player. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We did like a little war drill. We called our charge drill to start practice off. But like things like that, not just that, but just anything you can kind of do to, show the kids you're a human first, you know, and it's fun. You want to enjoy it. And so um, it doesn't have to all be negative. It doesn't have to all be rigid. You know, it can be things to show um, the human side and show that like we're in this because it's fun. I mean, yes, yeah. basketball is trying to win, trying to develop people, but like it's also a sport that's fun. So we should enjoy it, you know? And so letting your guard down being able to do that type of stuff is huge. Coach 39 isn't that young. You're not, you're not old yet. I'm 41. So I've got, but the fact that you can do that, like get out there and still practice, like that's yeah. really impressive, man. Uh, there, I, I just, I would thought to myself, if I would do that, uh, it, it, how quickly would I lose? Cause there's yeah. a little bit of, since I don't like shoot a lot with them yeah. or don't play yeah. a lot, there's a little yeah. mystery. Like they think, man, can't coach Sangman like could, no. could he really play? I would lose the I would lose the credibility or injure myself super quick. So impressive that you can do that, man. That's funny, you know. Well, it's funny because like, like I said, I do a, a drill. I won't do the whole practice. But I'll do a drill. Yeah, I used I to drill. I, yeah. I used to demonstrate ball handling for years. I mean, yeah. at, at McKinney yeah. High School, what Coach Watson? Yes, sir. I feel like that's why he hired me. Partly was yeah. I could really <laughs> demonstrate some ball handling drills, and now yeah. I can demonstrate five seconds. I can yeah. go super hard and fast for five, yeah. yeah. but then I'll stop. They don't know that I'm about to lose the ball or like <laughs> I'm tired. So I can, I can give them five good seconds. This is great. This is great. Cause I'm the same, same exact way. You know, I, I gave them, gave them one drill then. I mean, over the course of this senior class, I mean, they've been around, you know, since their freshman year, I think I'll probably, they probably see me shoot the ball maybe four or five times. Like in this year, one time we had, we have a very short group, you know, or very small group, small, small bench and everything. We had like three guys hurt. So somebody to jump in for us to do our, you know, our war drill, which is shell, whatever. So we're doing that. And like, I need another body. I'm like, well, I'll play offense. I'm not going to play defense. So <laughs> I get in there and I end up going like three for four. And they're like, what? And so I'm like, okay, that was, that was a good day. So I'm done. I'm not doing anymore. Because <laughs> tomorrow well I won't make a shot. So <laughs> you got to know when to retire. Like, you, you got to know. Retire. Like, don't be the guy that plays just one more season, one more. Yeah. Um, that's good. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.